This is Charlie Transmutation with another P. P. Were those plates that you just spit up, Charlie? No, maybe. Yeah. Was that a leg? No. Okay, we gotta go. Okay, bye. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. And today, instead of interesting facts, we're going to pick our top three favorite songs. Because we have nothing interesting about us to say. (laughs) So my top three interesting songs are all Disturbed songs. Favorite songs. Yeah. And I like Hold On To Memories, A Reason To Fight, and... Um, indestructible. Thank you, indestructible. I you forgot even have the, name. the playlist right in front of you. You still can't <laughs> figure it out. I couldn't find it. And uh, did you just do the found kid found it out? No, figured out. Figured out. You have not watched Letterkenny, have no, you? No, I've not. You need to watch it. Anyway, we're moving on uh, to Mark. Uh, my name is Mark. I'll be playing guest on uh, my top three favorite songs that I can narrow it down from the hundreds. Um, are probably Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. Okay. Um, you see, it's still hard. Like, <laughs> um, Figure it out. Probably Folsom, Pri- Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. Okay, well, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, Ariel's got her uh, pri- Folsom. Prison, false prison blues on yeah. there. Uh, and I'd have to say any of the... Uh, um, Star Wars themes from Star Wars, obviously, performed by John Williams and the London Symphony Orchestra. So you literally just copped out and said, all the Star Wars songs. Yeah, You can't just pick one, all right? Because they're all fantastic. As long as it's John Williams, all right? Like, it's got to be done by John Williams. Oh, like, nothing else. But nothing else matters. All right, Daniel, what do you got? My name is Daniel. I'm playing the Mousling Road Tariff. And my three favorite songs are... Left Behind by Slipknot, Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar, and Crawling by Linkin Park. All right. <laughs> the the song one. list just went like a roller coaster. Yeah, my, <laughs> my taste varies. <laughs> All right, Michelle. I'm Michelle. I'm playing Blixenix, uh, Gremlin Battlesmith, and I have uh, one of my favorite songs is Nirvana, Teen Spirit. I really like Cello Wars by the Piano Guys. And another one they do that I like is Michael Meets Mozart. The the slope on these songs. I couldn't. I had it trouble picking. Show, There's so many that I like. I don't really have a favorite. It just favorite. us that your song list is very narrow. <laughs> I mean, there's other ones. All, all three of them came from the exact same <laughs> band. Okay. Anyway, um, Ariel. <laughs> I'm Ariel. I'm playing the Warlock Osman. And Jesus, there's too many amazing songs out there. So I'll pick my top three favorite of recently. Okay. Like my recent favorite ones. So one is Parasite Eve by Uh, Bring Me the Horizon. That's a good one. And 
King of Misery by Saul. Nope, don't haven't heard it. That's a good one. And As Above, So Below by In This Moment. Okay, I've heard that one. That's a good one. But you, but you forgot your all time favorite. Which Wing, one? Wings and pizza. Wings and pizza. <laughs> you get that trash <laughs> off this. <page. laughs> I want to hear. I thought that. she was gonna say, uh, "Oh, they're well, gonna give you up." You're keeping that silent pause in there. <laughs> to show how badly that just bombed. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump right in where we last left off. You guys had finally gotten Gaston's legs back and Blix's teeth and discovered what, in fact, that magical whistle does. You were also about to board, or at least find, your ship at the docks. And that is where we will dive right back in. How many ships are in the area? In the port itself, there are four ships. Now, there, two of the ships are small fishing vessels. You know, rickety, old, not what you're looking for. However, there are two ships, very large sail ships. One of them is extravagant and beautiful, and the other one is uh, usable. Um, it's got some tattered sails. Still pick up the wind, but they're very worn. And the paint on the ship is just chipping away and just but Some of the wood, you can tell, is dry rotted towards the top end of the boat. And the other one is pristine. It is a pearl white with beautiful purple sails. And has a lively crew. Let's go to that one. <laughs> She's like, I hope it's this one. <laughs> yeah, I'll be falling behind. Okay. So as you get closer to this ship, you start to notice that the crew, when you were back further, looked like large men. But as you get closer, you realize they're large bugbear. There's about 14 of them in total. They're pulling large barrels and crates up ships, up the walk path, and there's a few of them messing around the sails and, you know, just getting the ship ready, looks like, for a long-haul journey. And you hear a small voice shouting. Hey, guys! You guys made to make sure that you get that that sail prepared thing and, you know, that, that the stuff we need to do to sail. Yeah. I'd just like to point out it's a gangplank, not a walk path. Whatever. <laughs> I couldn't remember the words. What? Um, how far away? Well, how far away is the ship? First off? From you guys, you guys have been walking down the dock for a little bit. Yeah. So it's it's only about maybe 15 feet from you. Okay. 20 feet. How far is the person yelling? It sounds like he's on the ship. You can't see anybody wildly gesturing with their hands or see anybody yelling, but you do see a few bugbear kind of looking in a general direction of the center of the ship, and then they run off to do things. Yeah, because remember, I can't see anything outside 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the extent of my vision. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Why don't you use your uh, big boy voice and holler up there? Uh, I'm gonna go walking up the gangplank. Okay. And I'm gonna when I get to the top of the ship, I'm going to find the source of the voice. I'm assuming bugbears don't have a voice like that. No. <laughs> so as you walk up, and you get to the top. You see this half. He's got black, slick back hair, long. He's wearing elaborate clothing. You know, it's a white satin shirt, and it's the buttons are open in the chest, and he's got his dapper shoes and pants. I already don't like this guy. <laughs> Whoever it is, I don't like him. He's got his scimitar on the side. It's a very short, small scimitar. It's like a letter opener. Yeah. And he's just pointing and yelling around. Uh, what was the name of the ship we were looking for again? I don't have a name for the ship. You think I ask important questions? I uh, don't. That's right. The one person the emperor spoke to is the one person that isn't going ask any details. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Fantastic. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Gaston will walk up to him and kind of get a little close to tower over the little dude. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, but is this the uh, Shogun ship that is sailing away? Ha! Ha! You wish it was a Shogun ship. This is my ship. Well, the wonderful SS Fantabulous. SS Fantabulous. Yeah, that's what I said. And what does the SS stand for? Something ship. Right. Well, where is the Shogun's ship? He doesn't have a ship as far as I know. The Shogun said that he had a ship in the harbor waiting for us to sail away to find the princess. Oh, you mean, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, Yeah, I am the guy who's going to sail you away. Are you mocking my voice? No. Would you like me to mock your voice? Can I try to pick him up? Sure. Like by the, I'm gonna grab like the collar, like the shirt that he has button mm-hmm. up open. Yeah. I'm gonna grab it and pick him up. Okay. So, you do this. It's almost as if he allows you, and then he pockets it and blows sand into your eyes. They're non-existent eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna dust across my face. I'm gonna say. Listen, that's not going to work with me. Ha! Well, shit. Because I'm going to take the head off the armor and kind of, like, hold him up so he can see. Like, So he's going to look down in, and he's going to take the bag of sand and just dump it down in the hole. I'll remember that. <laughs> Either way, so you're the ship that we need. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, yeah. Fully okay. paid. Ready to go. Let's do this. You're prepared to leave now? Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else. You mock me a second time. You won't have a third. Not bad. I'm going to throw him overboard. <laughs> As you do this, you let him go. He just kind of stops and hovers over the ship and just kind of floats back down. He kind of dusts himself off. You never let me have any fun, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> it's 
not my fault. I'm Blame gonna yell from down. Gaston! This is a ship we need to come aboard. Okay. Gremlin! Little mouse thing! We are ready to go. He called you Gremlin, not Goblin. That, I... I want to skip up the gangplank. I am a Gremlin, and at least he got it right. <laughs> and I'm going to follow the mouse thing. Alright. So you guys jump onto the ship. Here's your song. Don't worry, I'm working on one. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you guys board the ship, the bugbear crew is loading the last of the goods. And you all are standing in front of this small halfling now. And he looks to you all and says, Welcome aboard the SS Fantabulous! That's a ridiculous name. Your ridiculous face! Pockets. Oh, I'm out of sand. You have an interesting crew. Uh, <laughs> you like those guys, huh? Yeah. I, I never uh, said I liked them. Is she always this bitchy? It gets worse sometimes. He. Oh. Sorry. Would he know, though? Yeah. How? Stat block. Let's see it. Prove it. Stat block? <laughs> True sight? <laughs> he is an arcane trickster, so. <laughs> Does he have it on constantly? Yeah. It was a family thing. Oh, I see. I don't see why I have to explain an NPC to you assholes. Just deal with <laughs> the it. The people at home don't know him. That's <laughs> true. And you know, we just like giving you a hard time. Yeah, true. I didn't, I didn't question anything. <laughs> anyway. We like to try to make it seem like you're completely breaking the game on us. Just to... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a family genetic thing. Uh, I'm not going to go in depth and explain it. Anyway, so yeah, kind of looks you over and he goes, you can be whatever you want to be, baby. You're vile. <laughs> I've been caught a lot of things, especially that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so pick your rooms. There's 14 to choose from. I don't need a room. Good. You can sleep on the deck. I don't sleep. You can sleep next to the bucket. If you feel uncomfortable, we do have an extra mop. You can just shimmy in. <clears throat> you know, you have to sleep sometime. And you will in go overboard. In locked quarters. <laughs> With bugbear guards. Anyway, we can either have a comfortable trip and journey together. Or we can have a terrible trip. It's your choice. I'm fully paid up either way. It's all up to you. Is there a um, any way I can get ten minutes? I mean, you guys tell me when to go. So. <laughs> yeah, whatever you need. Bye. <laughs> okay. I just need ten minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm gonna go to an alchemist. An alchemist. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's one uh, just past the docks. It's about ten minute walk from here. Okay. So as you go, and then you are you going alone? Yeah. Okay. So as you go down, you go up to the alchemist shop, and you approach the door. It says Jenny's Alchemist Shop. That's pretty generic, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty generic. 
<laughs> it's Jenna's. It's Jenna's. <laughs> but yes, I'll walk in. Okay. So as you walk in, you hear the sound of the bell. A man in an apron is standing behind the counter. Are you Jenny? Uh, no. Um, Aperture. Anyway, um, I need a, an herb or some kind of plant that uh, knocks people out, huh? Herb or plant? I got you. So he kind of walks behind the counter, behind a door. Make sure it's enough to knock about uh, 10, 15 people out. So as you do this, or as you say this, he comes back and he has two pies in his hand. He puts them down. They're steaming hot and fresh. This will do it. I don't need pies. I need something I can mix in with food. Yeah, this is already mixed in with food. The job's already done. I'm going to be cooking the food myself. Oh, well, you say my pies aren't good enough? I'm not saying that. I'm sure they're delicious. But I need something I can mix in to, like, soup or something like that. You can mix pie in with soup. (laughs) It's pie soup. How much for the pies? Uh, 20 gold. All right. I'll pay the man. He kind (laughs) of counts it out. He's like, sucker. (laughs) Puts it in the pouch. He goes, pleasure doing business with you. All right, I'll put the pies in my uh, bag. Okay. And walk out. All right. So as you're walking out, he goes, oh, hey, hey, wait, wait. Uh, you're the tin can man, right? It's Gaston. Ha, Gis, Gis. Gaston. Gaston, right. Uh, I just want to say huge fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. But your onion soup recipe? Fucking terrible. If I didn't have to leave in about 10 minutes, I would put this knife through you. But as it's against the law, I'm not (laughs) going to do so. I mean, if you're as lousy at stabbing as you are cooking onion soup, (laughs) I'm not even that worried. Have a good day. I'll come back and strangle you. (laughs) When I have the time. <laughs> so, uh, just for everybody at home, uh, that was a special request from one of our uh, very first fans. Uh, he wanted to be an NPC in the game, so we mm. made it happen. I'm going as I'm walking <laughs> out. I'm I'm going to roll a strength check to try to rip the door off the hinges. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, yeah. It's a 22. 22. So as you're walking out, you kind of slam the door and pull full force. I grab the top of the door. Oh, you're just going to rip rip the whole door off Okay, so as you're walking out, you just grab the top and you just... (laughs) It just shatters. I'm going to carry it with me. (laughs) I'm not even going to give it, like, let him have it to fix. I'm going to take the door with me. (laughs) Insult my onion soup, damn it. Fucking take your door. <laughs> it's going to be my personal flotation device if I fall overboard. <laughs> It'll hold your thousand pound suit of armor. Oh, it will. <laughs> Let me make sure. Uh, all right, so. A door was enough to hold Rose on Titanic, so that's all I'm saying. She wasn't a thousand pounds. <laughs> Jeez. 
And I'm, and I'm, I'm my, bad at math. I'm going to make my way back to the boat. All right, so you head back. And as you are heading back, you are getting strange looks from people as you're carrying this large door. Um, and you guys see Gaston coming back up the gangplank with a door in hand. I don't even want to know. It's an open and shut case. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. That's a good one. Hello there. This is Mr. Tittles. Coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. A live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark, dangerous, unmysterious aspects of the mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of a little bit interested. What the fuck? What? The door! Don't worry about it, huh? No, I am now. I'm intrigued. Remember, it's open and shut. <laughs> it, uh, um... You, it looks like you ripped it out. I could see part on the... What did you do? I ripped the door off his hinges. Why? Why? Because I couldn't stab the person. Fair enough. So I did the next best thing and I took his door. (laughs) I don't don't think the next best thing would be taking a door. It was in my book. You don't have books. Uh, quick question. Uh, uh, on our behalf. Um, fuck are we gonna put that thing? Don't worry about it. I can eat it! No, you're not eating my door. Oh, come on now. It's just a door. Just a little taste. You know what? Fine. Have the door. I don't <laughs> Charlie runs over and... Oh. The whole that's, door. In one bite. That's disturbing. That is very disturbing. The more you know... <laughs> hmm. Is so, this why you look so angry? I'm going to take the helmet off, <laughs> and I'm going to punt it into the harbor. Like, boom. So you see your head. You see yourself flying through and into the ocean. Yeah, your actions have consequences. <laughs> you now see the bottom of the ocean. Okay, I'll just sit there. <laughs> I'm sleeping with the fishes. I'll sit there in silence then. <laughs> actions have consequences, Mark. <laughs> so a little fish flies there flies <laughs> little fish swims through your visor <laughs> Charlie can you swim uh, as good as up. any oh no 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 fetch <laughs> <laughs> roll a handle animal check <laughs> <laughs> So as he soars through the air, he just kind of splashes. About ten minutes goes by. You see him splash back in. I got it! This guy 
a rock in his hand. <laughs> no. This is what his face looked like, right? So oh, it's still pretty. By ugly. the way, my body is still standing there, and it's got like <laughs> <laughs> two middle fingers. Yes, up. it's got two middle fingle, fingers. Fingles. Fingles held up to <laughs> held up to the both like to everybody in the area, just like frozen in place like that. Charlie, I know you're not that big of an idiot. Get his head. But he's a dick. I'm fine. He just kind of <laughs> dives back down. I mean, Charlie's not wrong. He's about. He's not wrong, but I'm also by. a dick. So. About ten more minutes goes by. He springs back up, and he's got the head. Fine. Here you go. Kind of swims back to the side of the boat. Looks up. How the fuck am I supposed to get back up there? One of you guys. I'm you gonna... got claws, don't you? You're a cat client. <clears throat> These beautiful specters are only for looks. <laughs> I'm gonna, Not for climbing. I'm going to look at the crew. Say somebody help him. No. <sighs> so they run over and grab a ladder. They start putting it down. You said you were... Going to lower the mouse down <laughs> to grab him. <laughs> Uh, so okay. she has to grapple. Grapple. Grapple check. 18. So what I got to roll for this? <clears throat> You're doing a strike. That's yeah, like a five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got you. She got you. Okay, so you've got a hold of him. <clears throat> You're going to lower him down. By his team. All right, roll me another strength check. Oh, I thought the 18 was a still. No, that's your under. grapple. Thirteen. Oh yeah, you're dropping him. <laughs> oh, you're no. dropping him. So you lower him, and as you get him just over, you, his tail just kind of slides out of your hand. You're like, whoops, Charlie, <laughs> catch him. He's just kind of soars and splashes into the ocean. Oh, Charlie didn't catch him. No, but he's right above him. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I'm not. So athletics to swim. Athletics to swim. <laughs> I already know where this is going. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's a one total. Oh, no. No, uh, no that wasn't a fumble. Oh, it's no, no. He rolled. He rolled a two. He's got and a negative one, Bill. Yes, he's got a uh, negative one. Mod. That's fine. Uh, Every time so I roll, he starts it goes wrong. to drown. That's fine. So what's your <laughs> constitution modifier? Oh, I got one round, buddy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The mousling may make it. Uh, Charlie. So, Charlie's going to toss the head up and dive back down. Um, we're going to have to do a swim for this one. Which is an athletics. Yeah. Well, luckily for you, he's extremely athletic, so he got a 10, so he can swim. So, he swims down to get you. You have one round? Mm-hmm. All right. It's going to take him probably half a round to get to you. And he manages to get you. Now let's see if he can swim with you back up. No. No. So that's one complete round. So now you are officially drowning. Mm-hmm. You have one round before you're dead. So you are unconscious. Okay, Charlie manages to swim back up to the surface. And he's got you. And he starts to climb the ladder that the bugbears have now gotten down and get you up. Uh, somebody needs to administer first aid. You are in death saving throws. Go ahead and roll your first death saving throw. 
Put my head back on my body. Quick, 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 quick. I gotcha. I'm made gonna it. help him. Okay. Oh. You made it? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is a 21. 21. Okay, so through the act of pressing someone's chest and uh, giving the kiss of life, which is no longer how you do CPR. But, uh, I just realized you, Gaston would not be able to do that. No, not at all. His helmet. I love how he was like, quick, quick, quick. What are you going to do, Tin Can? I've got sand. Pie. He is pie. pie. He is pie. Um, so she does manage to bring you. No, I do have back. sand in the bottom of my feet because that dude dumped sand. Now it doesn't do any damage, so your health is fine. But you are going to suffer a point of exhaustion from this. <sighs> are you just, sure it's one? Uh, is it, isn't it not with like the ten rounds for every one point? Man, of, uh, he shouldn't agree to let me lower him down for, dr- uh, for, for drowning. You're an no, idiot. You Small get your creature. con modifier. Kremlin. It's how much, how long you can last. And then you have one round after that before you will become deceased. So during that, after you, like if you had three rounds, it would be three rounds that you could remain underwater without having to take a breath. And then after that, you're drowning. And then after your drowning round, you then are dead. So during that drowning round, yeah, it's serious to drown. That's harsh. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's, it's serious. So, you've, you've brought the mouseling back. I'm going to stick Gaston's head back on his body. Oh, you already did that. I did? You said you did. Oh. Yeah, you did, I thought. I could have. I could have. <laughs> oh, yes. My uh, bad. I could have sent Locke down to get the get Charlie. My bad. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah. Why, why is it that me, the most asshole of people <laughs> on this ship, is saving everybody? <coughs> Uh, to redeem yourself. I mean, there was no, there was no like, there was no worry of me drowning. I just would have sat there for you know eternity. Exactly. You're welcome. By so the way, so as you guys are all sitting there talking, you hear a good show, good show. And as you turn to look at the direction of the clapping, you see, hey man, who the fuck are you? The captain of the ship. <laughs> what happened to the small <laughs> thing? Thought he was oh, the captain. Toby! <laughs> no, no, he's the first mate. He likes to pretend he's captain when I'm not here, and I allow it. Can oh. we get the boat going? Let's go. This is going to be one long ride. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? Is the one I took the door from. <laughs> Oh, by the way, gonna need compensation for that one. Eh, I don't carry gold on me. Mm. (laughs) My mouth tastes like salt. (laughs) What did you do to him? That's pretty funny. And I don't find things funny. I mean, I just gave him, you know, a brutally honest review of his terrible onion soup. And I took the review and I ripped the door off the hinges. (laughs) He... Could you say blew the door down? As the rat one said, it's an open and shut case. You don't you don't take <laughs> criticism very well, do you? Not at all. That's hilarious. I mean, there was a mysterious force that is pushing the behind the bad review that I am not to blame. I think this is the first time in my entire existence I smiled. This is funny. 
Well, anyway, are we all ready to set sail? Whenever you are. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what? D don't. Next time, let's use our brains. I did. And his not tail lower was slippery. the mouse. I didn't know his tail was slippery. My plan would have Do you know worked. how tall the ship is? Do you know how short you are? Do you know how short he is? You'd have gotten like two feet down. <clears throat> if his tail hadn't slipped, it would have worked. I saw a fish. It would have worked. <laughs> did you eat it? No, it was too fast. <laughs> I need to get. I need a drink to get the taste of mouse out of my mouth. Well, he Ugh. turns and he's. Oh, what the? Oh, what the? And the bugbears all respond and they start pulling up anchor, and the sails are dropped, and you guys are setting sail out from the docks. So as you're starting to set sail, that's when they pull up the gangplank. Well, since we're all ready to go, let's have ourselves a meal. All right, I'll cook something up for everybody. Oh. I hope you're going to serve pie. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be pie. Mm. I don't like pie. You're going to like this I one. like scones. So... We dive into the ship, into the dining hall. As you three walk into the dining hall, you see that it is elaborate, beautiful. Somehow, there are marble floors here. There are beautifully handcrafted wooden chairs and dining tables, and a lovely tavern. It's almost as if it were an extra-dimensional space, shall we say. And the captain goes behind the bar and begins to pour himself a tankard with ale and comes and sits alone in a side table and drinks away. Same. Okay. Just not with him. What are you two doing? You want a drink? No. <laughs> I'm going to wait for food. <laughs> Drowning really made me have an appetite. <laughs> so then we cut away to guest stock. Yes. One of the bugbears shows you to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. As you walk in to this kitchen, it is immaculate. A non-existent tear rolls down his non-existent cheek. <laughs> Every sort of utensil or tool that you could need is here. You start looking through and just kind of admiring the beauty of everything here. All cast iron and steel. Some even silver. Mm, what you, a lovely kitchen. It's the finest I have seen in a very, very long time. As you walk over to the ice chest and open it, it is stocked with a surplus of exotic and wonderful foods and herbs and spices. You have free roam of the kitchen. Alrighty. You also have three bugbear who are willing to assist in anything you need. I do not need your assistance. Thank you very much. Oh. Ah. Don't speak the language. Bye. <coughs> and they just all three walk out. So you have free roam. I'm going to keep it simple this evening and just serve a nice shepherd's pie. Okay. <laughs> so, um... 
what did we establish was your roles for cooking? Well, I'm going to advocate that it's intelligence. Uh, yes, this is not a competition. It's not a matter of speed and dexterity anymore. I would say, yeah. It's just a matter of my know-how. Yeah, yeah. So give me an intelligence roll. Oh, yeah, it's a 22. Ooh, yeah. So you exquisitely put together this wonderful shepherd's pie. Are you using lamb or pork? Uh, lamb. Oh, of course. It's got to be traditional. Mm. Get out of here. <laughs> so, you have finished your wonderful shepherd's pie. Uh, what are you going to serve with this shepherd's pie? Well, uh, can, considering that shepherd's pie is basically an all-in-one meal, it's, um, it's just a shepherd's pie with a nice whatever... App, you know, whatever alcohol they... But are you going to have a dessert? There will be. <laughs> that comes later. Okay. So, it takes a little while, about an hour or two, to make this. Only because you have to make it for an entire crew. Yeah. So, as you have finished, uh, about five bugbear come in, and they retrieve the food from you. And you see, you three see, five bugbear walking out with large dishes of a wonderful shepherd's pie and they place them all on a table the entire crew of bugbear line up single file the captain stays seated and of course the first mate has to be first in line and the captain waves his hand and all of them turn to look at you three. Uh, guests eat first. Of course. Well, are you going to have some of my very fine food? I'll eat the shepherd's pie. Yeah, that's the only thing out right now. Okay. Dessert comes <laughs> later. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get some food. Okay. So you serve yourself a plate, another tankard of ale. Yeah, go sit down. Yeah. Might I suggest a nice porter or perhaps a stout to go with it? We'll pair with it quite nicely. Go. <laughs> <laughs> is the table that this stuff is on kind of tall? Yeah. So I'm going to use a chair to get to the table <laughs> so I can then get some food. All you hear is like... <laughs> Like, Everybody's just kind of staring at him awkwardly. It's not like that scene from Men in Black when he's like scooting the table across <laughs> and everybody's just like awkwardly watching him pull. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, okay, so you awkwardly pull this chair over, jump up and grab yourself some shepherd's yeah, pie. On the table and then get some and then get down. <laughs> you stand Are on you the table. Just on the sit. table? On the table, oh, yeah. Not I'm just going to sit though. on the table because I'm the same, about the same height as him. So I should move the chair away after I get my stuff. You <laughs> I should put it, so then you have put to it back where it was. The chair back. Uh, how? I'm on top of the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now you have to jump down. Well, now I'm going to have to find a way to get down after I eat my food. Are there any other chairs pulled up to the table? No. It's a serving table. Hey, mouse! I need help. I'm gonna push the chair over <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> oh, uh, Sick burn, bruh. 
so the rest of the crew is grabbing the shepherd's pie. And they're just kind of awkwardly looking at you as they do. Like, can one of you, like, I don't know, lower me to the ground? <laughs> huh? Ground. Uh. Me. Ground. Mm-mm. What? What do you mean? Uh-uh. <laughs> they just kind of walk <laughs> off. <laughs> uh-uh. Tin the, man! Tin so man! The halfling walks up. Oh. And he goes, Hey! One of the bugbears picks him up, he grabs his serving, gets put back down, and he looks at you and goes, Ha ha ha! That's what you get for being an asshole. <laughs> Just kind of walks off. <laughs> Tin man! Tin man! Yes? Can you help me get down? Uh, I'd like to see yes, but it's kind of funny. Just eat up there. Sorry, your eyebrows and mustache, but you know. Well, hmm. call it uh, karma, payback, whatever. I'm going to take like a piece of chalk and like scroll like a big smile across <laughs> my face. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> it's Touché. funny, no? Hey, mean girl. Mean girl. <laughs> hey, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I'm a man. Oh, yeah. You're a girl disguised as a dude. Dude. Mean dude. Mean girl dude. Wow, you don't know subtlety, do you, huh? Uh. I Did I not think. intimidate your ass to not say anything? I mean, yeah, but I need down. <laughs> Because the need outweighs the intimidation. Exactly. I'm going to sit down and eat. Hey! Ah. So, the Guess captain's going to get up and... Everybody else is finished with their meal. He's going to get up in the center and all the bugbears sit on the floor and surround him. That's not weird. This is... Uh, before a dessert, uh, I believe it is a story time. And we're all quite intrigued as to why such a beautiful and enchanting creature such as yourself would choose to hide behind such a facade. I'm going to get up and walk out. Ha ha. Forgot me. Before you leave, (laughs) I would like to say what happens on this ship, what is said on this ship, forever stays on this ship. You are guests here. We do not mistreat our guests. But in the sake of integrity, I think we should all come clean. Such as I will come clean and say, approximately a hundred years ago, I stole this ship. That was a hundred years ago. That's not now. Yeah, but technically, finders keepers, right? Just as I kidnapped all these bugbear and Raise them as a crew. Integrity. So wait, all these bugbear are technically your children? Yes. That's kind of twisted. I wouldn't say kidnapped. I would more say adopted. I was mouse napped. I mean, they're either going <laughs> to... And drowned. Yeah. Yeah. You but can my, add that but what repertoire. stays on this boat... What happens on this boat stays on this boat. So technically after we leave this boat... You won't remember anything was said after you leave this boat. Actually, the drowning happened outside the boat, so I think he'd still remember that. 
Essentially, you can share a story with us. And we'll be the only ones to know your secret. I don't give a fuck. I don't know you. You don't know me. I don't owe you shit for stories. But don't you owe your motley crew a friend? I don't owe anybody anything. I choose when I want to speak. Mm. Well, so be it. Fine with me. I'll tell a story. And he starts to tell the exploits of Captain Phil. (laughs) I'm really going to walk out now. (laughs) He once slayed a mighty kraken with just his pinky. Sounds incredible. That sounds false. (laughs) You didn't know the mighty Phil. Sounds like he's full of himself. My father was many things. Is your father? Well, yes. Why well, I stole the ship? Is that why you're right full of yourself? Was a poorly tavern when I found it. Shall we say relieved the host of his facilities? I am entitled to what is mine. At any rate, store time's over. I think it's time for dessert, don't you? Indeed it is. Mm. I'm going to, like, stand out on the deck, like, out in the water, because I walked away, remember? Mm-hmm. So I'm just outside watching. Are they going to set these pies next to me on the table? Yeah. <laughs> I come out holding a couple pies, and I set them on the table. One. These aren't scones. I'm not cooking scones tonight. Uh, but I want—I like scones. I don't care. I'm going to pick her up by the shoulder no, that, that. and drop her to the floor. <laughs> Rude. And you're not going to mess up my lovely pie. I, I wasn't going to do anything. Right. Well, either way, pie has been cut and it's ready to eat. Uh, anybody who wants one. So, all the bugbear looks at you two. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going to push up a chair <laughs> back up to the table. Give me a piece of pie. Okay. Then I'm going to sit down and eat. Which pie are you going to take from? The left or the right? Do they look the same? Mm-hmm. I don't really care. I will, whichever's closest to me. Okay, probably the left one then. Yeah. So, I will uh, get a piece of pie. And then I'm going to sit down, hang my feet off the thing, and I'm going to sing a song as I'm eating my pie. What song do you have for us today? Basically, he sings, I like food, I like food, I don't complain when it is so good. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Simple. Very simple. So you are eating the pie. Mm -hmm. That's fine. The captain comes back from the back with a fresh tray of scones and places them on the table. Uh, your gremlin friend, yes? Yes. Scones? She does them? like them. Ah. I'm going to grab the plate and take them out to her. Okay. You're lucky the captain uh, was gracious enough to get you some scones, huh? Why are you being nice to me? You said you wanted scones. Okay, what flavor are they? I don't know. 
from I only like cherry or peanut butter. You see, now you're being difficult for no reason. Fine. I'll try one. <clears throat> I'm going to take a little bite. <laughs> it's delicious. Cherry. Cherry. I eat it. Besides, <laughs> when I have a nice kitchen and a nice dining room, I do everything to please. You didn't make these? I did not. Oh, that's why they're so delicious. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, you should get his recipe. You're very Maybe welcome. it would help you. <clears throat> you don't have a draw, door for him to rip off. Draw a smile <laughs> even bigger. <laughs> oh, your smile's kind of crooked. I don't care. I'm going to walk off and walk back and set the plate down and be like, thank you very much. Don't mention it. I just want some quiet for the evening. That's ah. the only way I know how. If you are interested, the cookbook is in the back. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that very uh, much. You're quite welcome. Besties. <laughs> Started off by taking his door. Uh, so the bugbears have finished off the entire pie to the right. With great manners and etiquette, by the way. They shared. You know, I have been around many guests and many species my entire, well, two lifetimes of uh, doing this. And I will have to say, these bugbears are incredibly well-trained in etiquette and um, mannerisms. Well, they are treated as equals upon this ship. I firmly believe that no creature is evil. No, I don't inherently. believe that. Um, I don't believe that any creature is inherently evil either. It's just a matter of uh, background. Still working on teaching them common. I noticed they don't uh, listen to common very well. No, under common is a quite easy for them to learn. So we fall. In the stead of them learning common, we learned undercommon. It works. But at any rate, uh, it doesn't look like your left pie was as popular. Yeah, it wasn't mine, I baked anyway, so. I am not hurt by that fact. Ah, uh, I will get the crew off. Uh, it's getting late, so. I imagine people are going to start getting drowsy. Mm, quite. I will take the first watch of the night and our, oh, well, I guess I'm willing he would to, have assisted, but uh, I'm as he points to, over to the halfling, he's passed out on a chair. He's another one I wanted to keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably so. But, because um, I was going to rip his door off the hinges, <laughs> because he said he was the captain. And that he had a crew to protect him. And I was like, ah, not if I knock them all out. Huh? <laughs> Loyalty to the crew is... He was on the ship when we found it, so... Strange. We, we kind of kept him. But either way, um, I am willing to watch the uh, the deck overnight. I do not sleep. do not require sleep. So I'm willing to watch the deck, but I cannot, uh, I cannot navigate at all. Well, I fine. can only see so far in front of me before I lose vision. As I have no need for sleep as well. Oh, we should be up together. As the captain and Gaston head to the deck. You're still standing there, are you not? Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab yep. the scones and take them with me. 
So as you're sitting there on the deck and you're looking at the sunset. Would you like a lovely scone? No. Can't please everybody. Now I'm angry. Um, is it him pushing the fact that you uh, want to talk? That he wants you to talk? Me, 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 Awkwardly turn to see where that noise is coming from. Charlie is curled up at a little cat ball at the crow's nest at the bottom of So at the bottom of the mast? Yeah, bottom of the mast. There you go. I see the pie and scones are working already. What do you mean by that? I least him or something. And you were about to give me one? <laughs> Gives me some peace and quiet for the <laughs> evening. Anything. But I realize that you don't talk, so you're not the one I was worried about. <laughs> I'm going to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to be out here all night, so um, I need somebody to talk to. I have a feeling I didn't make it to <laughs> no, you pass out on the stairs as you're going down. <laughs> so you just kind of slither down. As I leave, I'm going to turn back around. Gaston? Yes? Why didn't you take that deal? Take what deal? With the asshole. For me to um, stay away from him? Yeah. Because my soul belongs where it come from. There's a reason I'm still in the armor, you see. My body has been dead for over 200 years. I did not know this. I was brought back by a necromancer, is all I remember, to serve food. I thought my, body, my soul was stolen from my body to serve him because... As I stated, 200 years ago, I was world famous, known on every continent. Everybody paid me thousands of gold to come and cook for them every time. And when I awoke in this armor, not being able to taste or feel the wind or smell the food anymore, just cooking basically by sight and what I remember of texture. And that ability is slipping. I'm forgetting textures, forgetting what food looks like anymore, because I don't see the fine detail, only the basics. And if it weren't for my sharp mind of food, I would not be as good a cook as I am. But that ability is slipping, and it's making me very angry, because I know eventually I'll forget, and cooking is the only thing I ever had. So... I'm looking to get my body back to where it, my soul, rather, back to where it come from. Hmm. That's why I didn't take his deal. That's why I did not take the deal to ru uh, run the caravan, even though I would have my body. It wouldn't be where I come from. So I don't want my body back because my body has been dead and I lived my lifetime. It is time for me to go back to where I need to go. Hmm. And that's it? That is all. Hmm. I'm going to turn around and walk away. As you turn around, a green mist 
bellows up the stairs. And JCL comes walking forward. It's never a moment's peace with these god types anymore. I have a new deal for you, Gaston. And that would be? Help me with this one. Am I here? Mm -hmm. With what? I think Gaston knows. Showing you some humility. Showing you some... Um, showing you that being brutish and dark all the time is not a way to live. That's how my father lived. We, I grew up as a farmer's son, and he was always drunk, always angry, and he died very young. The only reason I got out is because I started cooking when I was five at the tavern. This has suited me for quite a while, so... Well, you are Azamar, no? No. Yes, you are. Yes. You can't lie to me. I know who you are. And like I said, until you tell me the story, the full story behind who you are, I'm not buying into your little trick. So, you will live for, what, a couple hundred, three hundred years? Hopefully. And how old are you now? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. So that means you have the next three hundred years to be the way you are. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You will not have any friends. I'm also okay with that. You will not have anything but your myself. Anger. Yeah. I've been inside this body for about 150 years that I can remember. Now. And you're still angry. And it's getting worse. Trust me. And? I don't like it. Not at all. And then stop being angry. (laughs) (laughs) There's a very strong reason why I am angry. Very, very strong reason. Just stop it, Gaston. (laughs) Can you stop being angry all the time? If I wanted to. Do I want to? No. You see, it sounds like an excuse. It's no, Well, that's what everything is, isn't it? An excuse? There's an excuse why you're angry. There's a reason, not an excuse. Yeah, that's an excuse. You, you could just very f- easily be like, well, I'm not angry anymore. I have what I have. And that's it. See... Now I'm very intrigued as to know where you come from and why you are the way you are. I was born this way. You were not born that way. You were born. The way you are is up to you. Baby, I was born this way. (laughs) (laughs) I was just born bad. Oh, Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you guys have finished talking, JCL looks to you. I think you should share exactly why you are here. I think you should explain to me why you want me to change. You're harnessing some very potent and dark magics. And? If you continue... To harbor such hatred 
and disgust your heart, you will end up dead, alone, or the next big evil. Oh no, like I haven't been alone my entire life. I really don't care about that. You've been alive for 27 years. Yeah, and that's 27 years of being alone. Surely you weren't alone for the first 10. Yeah, I was. You were never alone. No, my mom was just a whore. But you had somebody. No, she was a whore. She was underneath men, not around me. You had me. No. It's more than what we had back in the day, okay? This guy, all they got. This guy just came around like a couple years ago. Really? The flowers you found in your bed? I didn't find any flowers in my bed. You know how creepy that would be? Here's some flowers. Bed flowers? (laughs) Here's some flowers. (laughs) Hope you like them. I got you some flowers in your bed. I'm hiding in your closet. Mm. You get why, why is it whenever now? something's creepy, they have a southern twang to them? Because it makes it that much more creepy. <laughs> the books. <clears throat> what books? Sounds like you. Have How some... about the last five years before you ended up here on this car? Yeah. What about him? Who helped you escape? Me. Really. You told me to. Mm -hmm. You told me to steal a book to begin with. The reason why I'm a man right now. Oh, it is coming out. (laughs) Took it long enough. And I'm fine with that. However, I'm not fine with being outed about who I really am. I wasn't fine with finding out that my buddy's been long dead for 200 years and being told that I simply cannot be taken back. I have to work for it. Even though I worked a lifetime to get to where I was to begin with. I and now prefer, I have to work a whole other lifetime to get back to where I need to go. I prefer being Osmond, to be honest. So what is your real name then? So do you want it permanent? Oh, I don't care. You want to know my real name? Yes, what's your real name? Do you ever keep your word? I do. Because you can't say this. Not to a soul. That's why I knock people out. Because there's people out to kill me, and I'd rather be alive right now. My real name's Reyna. So as you say this, you have a choice. Anyone who knows your true name can constantly see your true form. It is only able to be seen by them. However, your true form is what you believe you to be. So if you believe yourself to be Osman, everyone will see you as Osman. But if you see yourself as Reyna, everyone who knows your name will see you as Reyna. Okay, so I choose Reyna. Okay. So as she says her name aloud... The rain or the bangle on her wrist glows and it burns you. Ouch. And as it does this, you see her hand and her arm transform and it starts slow transformation. The skin becomes a silvery sheen. Her, it transgresses up to 
her chest, and then her face. And the face becomes a beautiful face of a female with long golden hair. And this transformation just kind of shimmers throughout the body. And standing before you is the female Asimar. Yep. She's about six foot five. And she has golden eyes, golden hair, and silvery skin. Now, she has made her choice. The dice made the choice. <laughs> she chooses her true self to be an Asimar. However, I would respectfully request that you refer to her as Osman in the oncoming journey. I can do this. Merely because you are still wanted. Fully aware of that. Out of uh, curiosity, who are you wanted by? His son. Your son? Yes. Your son... Um, sorry, I haven't studied theology in such a long time. Thomas, the inventor. That is right. Yeah. I did, uh, I cooked for him once. I remember. Mm-hmm. He seemed like a nice guy then. Have things changed over 200 years? He's nice until someone steals his shit. Don't really blame him, but I also don't want to end up dead. Didn't have a choice. How would you feel if a stranger came and asked you for a book because their long, your long dead daddy asked? I wouldn't know how to act there. I mean, of course, it was if it was my father, I would probably say no. But again, like I said, my father was a mean drunk, so that's why I got out of town and started cooking. And as you all are talking, roll perception. How far out? This isn't a C. Oh, it's here? It's a feel. 18. What'd you get? Uh, 17. So both of you feel the ship begin to violently rock back and forth. And you hear the captain yell. Kraken! Oh boy, it was not a good day to po- to poison everybody, huh? And that's where we're going to end this episode. You know how to cook calamari? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hey everybody, it's the Almighty Crit. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, we love making these, and we're going to keep making them. Heads up, our new show, The Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, is out. It is out on all major podcast networks. Go check it out. If you like the show, leave us a review. Tell a friend. It's the best way to help us. Also, Patreon is coming out this week. So stay tuned for that. Also, big shout out to Robots Radio for helping us to achieve this 
and to support us and to teach us moving forward. Go check out all the Robots Radio Network shows. Also the Robots Radio Rocket Club shows. Fantastic people, fantastic shows. Wonderful place. All right, guys. If you want to catch us, you want to talk to us, check out our Discord at Robots Radio and check out our Twitter, 4 underscore crit. All right, guys. Till next time, keep those crits natural. Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave sanctioned network including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out. Long gone are the days where people sing about West Virginia as almost heaven. After nuclear war and disease, it's far from heaven now. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story podcast, is a tale of survival, conflict and hope set in the Fallout 76 game world. Join our survivors on their journey to reach that almost heaven once more. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon and many other great podcasts and apps. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story, available now.